There's just an obscene amount of movies coming out. Show me. Check this out. Kicking off this week with Megan. Can you see this? Yep. Yeah, I can see that. So here we go. It's kicking off this week uh, with Megan. Yeah. Which is probably going to be big. Like, like, there's nothing out right now but Avatar. Yeah. Um, So... Now we've got it's going to counter program Avatar. There's nothing else until February 17th where we get Quantumania. This is a big gap. Yeah. For Megan to have some legs. Yeah, she's going to do and I think January is a good time for a surprise drop like that to do really well. And then Quantumania is the kickoff to a uh, phase 5 too, so you know that's going to have some legs. Quantumania is going to be huge and apparently the trailer really really got over. And uh, folks are going to really, really looking forward to that movie. Um, well, I think it, I feel like now they're going to now that there's going to be some bite. There was a yeah. lot of tease, a lot of setup. And now they're we know that Kang is going to be the next Thanos or we presume it. Yeah. Right. So we're getting we're finally going to get what that looks like. So. so then let's see. We've got one week later. And I've heard you can't say this on the air, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to code word it. But you've got uh, sea bear, white lines bear, sugar sugar bear, <laughs> sugar bear, <laughs> sugar bear comes out one month later, <laughs> one week later. Which, uh, if it's good, it's gonna be over. But I think that first week will be huge. Oh, that's gonna have like yeah, that's gonna be big money. I don't know what kind of legs it's gonna have, but it's gonna. Have be- if it's good, it'll have legs. Yeah, well, this is a big. Uh, this is a big. Sort of moment for uh, what's Elizabeth Banks as a director. Yeah, and based on true events. Yeah. Well, I mean, not is, totally true. <laughs> I was going to say, is it Texas Chainsaw Massacre true events? Yeah, no, yeah, it is that. It is that level of events. <laughs> Apparently, the uh, the bear came upon um, all the all the sugar pops and just died, dropped dead. But like <laughs> in this one, they sort of like he goes on a, a rampage. He goes on a rampage. <laughs> so anyway, Sugar Bear comes out the twenty fourth. Uh, two weeks later. Or less than two weeks later, we get Creed three. We get Creed three. Yeah, it's so far that we have a list of everything that you have. For me, these are all opening night movies. These, yeah, everything. Everything next year is opening night. If you don't have one of those movie memberships, this is the year to get one. Oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta commit to the Alamo one. Time to save your money. Hey, look, the Alamo thing. I got two seats, uh, and uh, I just, I don't mind it at all. Whatever. If I don't have anyone going to me, I got that spacer seat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love a spacer seat. And I'll give out, you know, for Alam, I'll buy two beers and put one next to me. So, yeah, it's going to show up eventually. It's just running late. <laughs> uh, but Creed 3 looks great. Um, I don't know. Right. I was not a huge fan of Creed 2, but this one looks a lot better. This one, at least, this is going to be the first, because Creed was a little bit, the first Creed was still kind of in Rocky's shadow, and it yeah. was Rocky with cancer. Creed... Two was Rocky Four Part Two, so this is going to be the first Creed that this is just Creed. This is going to be his movie. We're splintering away from. It's no longer about Rocky. It's going to be about Adonis Creed. And imagine if this is a hit, you know we're going to get Creed Four, Five, and Six. So oh, absolutely. Uh, it's just <laughs> Rocky's the franchise that never ends. <laughs> never well, gives Airplane up. Two predicted that we're going to talk about what movies got right and wrong in the future and. Remember they had the picture of Rocky like ten and it was the old guy. Yeah, <laughs> they got space, that right. Didn't Spaceballs also make a joke of Rocky five thousand? They did. Yes, right. <laughs> um, so after Creed, one big week- month, big month for uh, Jonathan Majors. He's going to go Kang, and then he's going to be Creed's opponent. Yep. So hats off to him on that. Yep. 
What do we got next? Uh, one week later, we got Scream 6. Another one that's taking it to the city. They're doing what you talked about. They're, we're like, we're going to take you out of the familiar territory of this franchise, and we're going to bring it somewhere different. And that's, gonna, that's a great idea. And I'm getting the sense. I think I'm getting the sense of what the gimmick is here, because have you seen any of the poster art? Uh, I With think the subway map, right? Subway. Smart. So I feel like, yeah, it's going to be set primarily on a subway, which is which, terrifying, which is terrifying. And like, you know, it eliminates the problem that uh, uh, Jason takes Manhattan had, where it's like it's 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 hard to shoot in New York if you're a low budget film. Right. It's hard to recreate New York. Um, but if you're on the subway, you're also enclosed. Uh, it's crowded, uh, tots, dark, you know, what yeah. an awful place to get stabbed. I love that you threw the the film. You're being the film director you are that you thought of that. That never even hit me, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like, okay, we'll get a couple of establishing shots of the buildings, and then everyone knows we're there, and then we take it to the subway. Yeah. Which is the scariest part. Yeah. Of the city, the rats, the the, the darkness, the the ominous feel, like the warriors of just like those long dark tunnels where the cla- you don't know the claustrophobia. Yeah. So this. Whoever this ghost face is going to be is is going to definitely... Is that Radio Silence directing it again? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Did they come back for that? Yep, I believe so. Or did they move on to Escape from New York? <laughs> oh, yeah, they are doing that, huh? I'm not sure. Anyway, Scream 6, there we go. Uh, one week later, we've got Shazam... What is it called? Shazam Fury, Fury of, of the Gods? Fury of the Gods. Yeah, um, which, I don't know, this could be a throwaway movie, but it's this is definitely... This is this is a big project. I mean, I, I don't know. Now with the DC universe being reinvented, rebooted, restarted, is this a throwaway movie? I don't know. Well, I think in a way that's going to kind of help it, right? Now you're going to get to go and experience what might be the last of what a fraction of what the Snyderverse was and a fraction of what because it's it's going to be all new after this. Yeah. So so I don't know, but it's still a big property. It's a big movie. It's probably going to have Wonder Woman in it and uh, whoever else. Yeah, I don't know what cameos they're going to keep and what cameos they're going to cut. But we'll have more information by then. We should have, before the end of the month, we should have more Superman information. So that's going to really establish what happens next. So anyway, Shazam comes out. One week later, we get John Wick 4. Oh, wow. Which, come on. (laughs) Is this the last John Wick? I think there's one more. Oh, wow. Because it, it, they, I feel like they booked it like it's going to be the last one, but I'm sure they, I'm sure they'll announce, they'll, they'll announce the last one. That's a thing now. You want to say this is the final John Wick, so get folks in the theater. They booked this like a super fight. Yeah, because you've got uh, John Wick versus Donnie Yen now. Yeah, John Wick versus Eat Man. How can you not see that as a super fight? This. The feeling of John Wick coming up is it feels like a big UFC match or a big boxing match, a big wrestling match. Yeah. Like you said, Ip Man versus John Wick. Yeah. Masterful booking. And they're booking like you're getting a big fight. For sure. Um, then uh, a week later, you've got Dungeons and Dragons, which looks pretty good. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know that this was a thing. I, I did. Did you watch the uh, Saturday morning cartoon, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? No, I just remember that choose your adventure, choose your way kind of game. The game, yeah. Where it would show videos. I played it on, on television well. So, yeah, it could be. <laughs> we have the short. We're groomed to love wizards. 
That's right. The kids are losing. We were groomed to love wizards. <laughs> but anyway, that'll be something. Looks good. Chris Pine is way over. Um, Michelle Rodriguez is always over. Um, so, yeah, it, it, we'll see. It looks interesting to me. Could be good. Could be good. Yep. But it's still, that's a big IP, big IP, big movie. Uh, here we go. What, two days later, we get Evil Dead Rise? Well, that is interesting. Yeah. One is an earlier drop, but totally two totally different audiences, I'm assuming, right? You're yeah. not going to be able to take your kids to see Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Rise. Rise. <laughs> well, you, you can, but. And then, uh, let's see, one week later, Anthony gets to watch the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. You know, this is, I had the benefit of when Jack was younger to get to go see a lot of animation and get the adult humor that they put in there. And there's part of me that misses that. And yeah. there's, a, but this one feels like you get a pass. Like yeah. you can be an adult going in there to watch Mario brothers. Cause we all grew up playing Mario brothers. Yeah. I think the animation looks great. Uh, the only thing about that movie is they're really hiding Chris Pat's voice. Yeah. Uh, they, we don't get in none of the trailers. We get very much of his voice. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think that was probably bad booking. I mean, it just, he doesn't, to, you think about his voice, he doesn't sound like Mario. Uh, no, he doesn't sound like him at all. I was actually surprised at I that th- casting. I, I think Charlie Day sounds like a good Luigi, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Yeah, Charlie Day and Charlie Day in Luigi's Mansion? Yeah. yeah. That's perfect booking. He sounds good. Uh, let's see. I, I have this feeling like they are... Going to be ADRing that movie till right before it comes out. <laughs> Chris Pat's working on his uh, his uh, Italian accent or something. We'll do like we did Christmas business. Just text, just text me this real quick, and I'll yeah. throw it in. <laughs> just record your voice to the phone. <laughs> anyway, so Super Mario Brothers comes out. Uh, then we get a little bit of a breather. Yeah, get a couple weeks off there. <laughs> oh. Big before we jump into that, is that a big scoop? Did AEW just swerve us? Soraya's partners, Tony Storm. Oh, no, 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 that's a bad call. Tony, Khan. wait, I didn't think the tag match was till next week. I thought it was this week. You were telling, I thought that um, it was this week, but you had told me it was next week. Yeah, I thought it was next week that she was coming. Hmm, that is a big swerve. Poor Tony Storm, that's not good. That's yeah. not good for her. Yeah. Oh, it's just the announcement. Oh, man. Hmm. Well, yeah, then there's got to be a, a swerve. Maybe I talked about this, that it, maybe the Wrestle Kingdom took a little bit of that steam away, and maybe this is TK trying to swerve it back by putting know. Tony Storm in there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, we'll see. Yeah, poor Tony Storm. But anyway, whatever. We'll see. So see. for the next film that you're saying, and we always consider that first week in May, that is the kickoff that's the kickoff to the summer yeah but i noticed that over the past but well pre pre c word they were moving it up and like it ended up being like the last week in april yeah since there's a gap there can you foresee guardians of the galaxy being moved up they're booking this like not only the last guardians movie it's going to be the last time batista's in there's drax and irl everybody you know in the know is going to realize this is the last James Gunn Marvel movie that there ever will be that, yeah. we, you know, for the foreseeable future. Um, let's see. I don't know. I don't know why they would put a gap in there. Maybe spring break. I'm not sure. But 
Uh, they definitely, we've got a breather there. Maybe they're going to let folks catch up on movies at that point. Matt, Monster Cash, though. If they're, they're booking it as The Last Guardians, and there's so much real-life stuff going on, and then the on-screen stuff, and they're really booking it one last ride. It's being booked as one last ride. Yeah. And Baby baby Rocket, to Instead of Baby Groot, we get Baby Rocket. Baby Rocket. Baby Rocket is going to be... All the rage for Christmas 2023. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Guardians is May 5th. May 5th. Yep. Uh, there you go. Mayo. Um, so that'll be huge. That'll be huge. So then uh, two weeks later, we're getting Fast X, which we have not a, seen a single frame of. No, nothing. Um, and the rumor was that was good. And they were breaking that into two parts, right? But we haven't seen anything about that at all. The only thing we heard and saw was The Rock says, good luck with it. I'm not a part of it. That's all we know about Fast X, that, that it seems like there's real turmoil behind it. Well, they got uh, they got some new talent in there. We we're getting the guy who plays Jack Reacher is in it. Oh, good. We're, getting, we're getting Brie Larson. Okay. Uh, so we're getting some new blood. We'll see. I don't know. I, ha- I enjoyed Fast 9. But not the way they wanted me to enjoy it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, it it had the feeling of just being a, driven a little too much by uh, Vin's creative. Um, yeah, but I enjoyed it because it was different. Uh, you know, I think it kind of broke it broke loose of the previous films. So, in that regard, I thought it was pretty good. It was a little dramatic, but uh, we'll see. You know, uh, they're they're I well, that's a good point. I think you're taking too much of Vin's notes and not being a tight editor. Yeah, I feel like they're starting to blend together, which happened with some of the earlier ones when they just start to blend together. Yeah, they're, well, it was a lot of it was a it was a it was a big pill to swallow because it was like, you know, as as this you know because you go back to the first Fast and Furious and the movie is about uh, street gang who still is VCRs. <laughs> <laughs> they steal VCRs. That's basically the whole premise of the movie. I almost had you. <laughs> yeah. They steal VCRs, and then uh, Undercover Cop wants to bust the VCR theft ring. And then, you know, we get to part five, and they're super spies. Now they're secret agents. And then by, by Fast 9, uh, just the whole melodrama of how Vin Diesel, two, no, how two brothers, yeah, sons of a car mechanic, Grew up to be super spies. <laughs> it, it's a, it, there's a lot, you know, the whole thing when he was like having flashbacks as he's like drowning and stuff. It was dramatic, but I enjoyed the movie. And of course, they sent him to space. Sure, it all it all kind of worked in the end. Yeah, um, and, and they're they're winking, and because that was the prediction, what are you going to do? Send him to space, and then they did send him. Here's to the space. thing: I don't don't wink at me anymore. <laughs> just do it. Yeah, I, I get the joke. It's just like you don't need to tell me you're joking. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't do you, need to explain the joke. Do you get concerned when a movie feels like a a movie in a fake universe, like Thirty Rock? What's like that? when you'd have like uh, Tracy Jordan. I was like, I'm going to be in the new Fast X movie. They're going to send me to space, mm-hmm. and you have the poster for it, and you're like, Oh, this is this is not a real movie. Yeah, it's like this is in a in the fake movie universe, but yeah. this is the real movie universe we live in. That we went from Point Break in Cars because that first the Fast and the Furious. Do you remember that was two thousand and two thousand or two thousand and one? 
Something like that. There was like Oscar talk. Like for the, who? I don't remember. I don't remember just for the film, like a Best Picture. No way. Because remember that? Because you got Vin Diesel coming off of was that before or after Boiler Room when he was being like the real, like a serious actor, and now fast forward to Fast X, and he is ironically a version of what you were talking about earlier with The Rock. The Rock is in this. The Rock is in that. But Vin Diesel only has one film that he goes and, and does it to. I hope Fast X is about Vin's crew trying to stop a ring of 4K Blu-ray thieves. <laughs> why not bring it back to the roots? Yeah, why not? Take us back to street street racing. Street level. We uh, do like Avengers doing with Spider-Man. It's like, okay, we send him to space. Now we got to make him a street level hero again. What are you going to do after you send folks to space? I heard that, that, that apparently Fast X, my sources in Hollywood have been uh, texting me that, that, that the, the budget has ballooned out of control and it might be the most expensive movie ever. Whoa. James Cameron says, hold my, hold my heart, kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me because if they're giving him whatever he wants and it's making its money back, right? It's still profitable. Yeah. So I guess they're going to... I'll go see it. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna line up and go see it, but is it going to be a movie that sticks with you? I think if he brought it back to the streets... I think it would stick with me, but I don't know. Because then you have the universe is splintering off, right? They're going to have a bunch of the same way The Walking Dead ended, and now you have three different shows that are splintering. You got Hobbs and Shaw, and I heard there's going to be the the female Fast and the Furious crew. So you're going to have these spinoffs. You're just ending the, the Fast proper universe. Well, I feel like we got that in the last movie because we got the whole... We had the the women split off into their own storyline in the last one. Yeah, and they were having their whole adventure. Oh, you're right. I don't know did. if that was a test run for that, but I mean, if this movie doesn't make a billion dollars, they're not going to make any more spinoffs. Yeah, um, they're going to call it and then just sell Blu-rays. It's going <laughs> to not steal them, sell them. Yeah, I mean, you think about the last. Remember, we did the we did what's one of our early videos? It had the Tarzan swing. Yeah, that's right. One of our first shorts. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, we'll see what happens. We'll see but yeah, we'll be there. Fast we'll X. be there that week. Uh, Fast X. One week later, we get the Little Mermaid, uh, which had a ton of controversy. Had a so. ton of controversy for just really dumb reasons. But uh, you know, I, folks are going to go line up for that. We'll see. I think it, maybe JJ can start a writing campaign and and want the Little Mermaid to be blue because we've been taught that all underwater people, whether it's merman, mermaids, or Aliens are blue. So maybe she needs to be blue. Maybe. Yeah, JJ, I don't know what you think. <laughs> Un- underwater folks is like the new thirst trap. <laughs> you got you got you got Namor, you got Jake Sully. <laughs> Namor. And, yeah. <laughs> Jake Sully. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Little Mermaid, that'll be big. I mean, well, I don't know. I guess the, the Disney live action remakes don't have a good track record, but it's the Little Mermaid, so we'll see. I think it'll 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 get its kids money. Although there's always that one weekend in May that I feel like is the jinxed weekend that nobody wants to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, shout out to Geek Facts. That's who made this poster here that we keep coming oh, nice. back and forth to. Geek Facts at Geek Facts. Find them on Instagram. Oh, nice job. Yeah, anyway, uh, week later we've got Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Uh, That's the Sony 
that's the superhero movies that Sony gets right, right? Their animated ones. Yeah, so let's see <laughs> if they can pull it off. We've, um, Lord and Miller are not doing this one, I don't think. Oh, they're not? I don't think so. They're really leaning into the, uh, the multiverse, too, harder than the other, the live-action MCU. Is, now, so this we'll could be a good it. thing or a bad thing. Uh, they could lean too hard into the Spider-Verse. Who knows? Yeah. Could be too much, but we'll see. Um, rumors is we're going to get Tom Holland in this one, possibly Tommy McGuire in this one. So um, They might as well. They, yeah. If that's what they're going to do, they need to do it because it's more been time shows that we're not sure we they are do not have a good tracker track record with live action when it's not related to Sam Raimi or MCU. Yeah, but either way, it, it's people are going to be curious, and if it's good, uh, it'll be over. Last one won an Oscar for Christ's sake. <laughs> Um, what else? Okay, a uh, week later, we've got the new Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. Rise of the Beasts. Which is, I guess, what is that, Beast Wars? Beast I, they Wars, already yeah. did the Dinobots, right? I, fo- I thought they did. They did Dinobots. So this is, whatever, it's more Transformers. Uh, those movies make money. <laughs> yeah. I kind of checked out after part two. I did too. Yeah, I, I don't go to the theaters to watch them anymore. Uh, it's... I can't follow what's going on. There's too much transforming. When the... Yeah, when the... When the Autobots and the Decepticons are fighting, it's literally like one of those cartoon fights where you just see smoke and limbs and you can't tell who's getting You can't identify. I mean, when you watch the cartoon, you could clearly identify Starscream and, yeah. you know, whatever, uh, the one that turned into a tape deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had that tape deck. Yeah, the tape deck was cool. Oh, yeah. The tape deck, well, I guess we won't get the tape deck in this one. But let's, I mean, Beast Wars, I, I never watched that cartoon. I don't even know, so. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? Whatever, folks might go see. Tra- People like to see robots transform into animals. Sounds like a good deal for some <laughs> folks. Anyway, that'll be something. One week later, we've got the Flash. Let's see if Ezra Miller can stay out of jail till then. No way. <laughs> I think he's already been in jail twice since this show started. <laughs> <laughs> if he can just stay out of jail till then, that movie might make some money. Well, this is going to be the looky-loose effect because we were talking about it a little bit with uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. People are going to go to see what is going to happen because there's been so many cuts, recuts, reshoots. Now James Gunn, that's farther, far enough along where James Gunn and his partner are going to be able to insert what they want to do. So that's going to be their attempt to do that. So this, you're going to get a lot of curiosity on this movie, and I think it's going to do really well because of that. You're going yeah. to get the people that want to see The Flash. You would have got a lot of people that wanted to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. Now you're going to just want to see what the hell are they going to do with this movie. Yeah, or are you going to get a lot of kids who say, Mom, can I go watch The Flash? It's like, no, that guy's a degenerate. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not taking you to the Flash. Um, I, me personally, I can't. I would. I can't wait to see uh, Batman eighty nine make his return. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? Apparently, the the story is the movie's great, and that's why they're still putting it out. After your lead actor starts a cult and kidnaps a couple people, uh, and you're still putting the movie out, you obviously believe in it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because that was, a, especially after just canceling a, a bunch of properties and getting rid of a very popular Superman and you're keeping this movie. So I think, yeah, the curiosity is going to bring people in. So something's going on there. So uh, we'll we'll find out uh, what day is that? We'll find out June 16th. Yep. That's Uh, a DC month. June is DC, right? June and July. 
June. Um, we've got DC kind of spread out throughout. Yep. Uh, so anyway, June 16th, The Flash. A week later, we get the new Pixar. Elemental. Elemental. Not sure what that's about, but it's Pixar. That's inside your body stuff. Huh? I, no, it's the element stuff. So like, I think fire falls in love with ice. Okay. Well, I mean, Pixar, <laughs> Pixar's good at that kind of stuff. I still sing the volcano song, so I can't. What's I can't the ever... volcano song? The, a long, long time ago, there was a volcano. <laughs> I don't know that one. It was a short before I th- either Up. I think it was the short before Up or Wally, but yeah. Yeah. I still watch it. It's on my island mix on Spotify. For me, Pixar uh, peaked with uh, the knickknack short. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite favorite thing. Yeah, their shorts were good. Yeah. I think when they started, remember in the beginning, they were, they were shying away from sequels. And then they're like, okay, we'll do a sequel to Toy Story. And then the Toy Story sequels were so good that they started making sequels for the other ones. Did you ever hear that story about somebody deleted Toy Story 2 by accident? No. Somebody accidentally deleted the entire movie. What? Yeah, and it just the only reason that movie was saved is because somebody took a copy home and was working on it at home. Oh, I never heard that. Yeah, I'm sure you can look it up. They, someone accidentally deleted the entire movie. Man, can you imagine computers? Fired? Man, that was the that was that was the late '90s. Stuff was yeah, still on floppies. Yeah, yeah, there was no backups yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be entanglement. It's got to be in two places. Toy Story. All time. The entire movie was on six floppy disks. <laughs> <laughs> right next to that Windows 95 box. Oh, we're not using that. Yeah. Is that really that many discs? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Elemental, Pixar, yep. it'll do something. All right. One week later, Indiana Jones is back. The Dial of Destiny. And the Dial of Destiny. Also, he gets, Indiana Jones gets the 4th of July weekend, which is traditionally a big weekend. Yeah. I don't think he's always, Indiana Jones has always been May, right? I don't even know. Yeah, he's been a May release, so that's. That's bold to give him July. I think it's smart. So Indiana Jones gets another shot at wrapping up the series after Crystal Skull completely botched it. Yeah. Um, Are you nervous about the time travel aspect? No, I'm not nervous about that. I think that it's 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 fine. It's doable. Sure. We could do something. We could do something with that. Why not? Um I kind of prefer my Indiana Jones to be searching for religious artifacts. <laughs> That's the Indiana Jones I prefer. Right. Uh, Aliens was a stretch. Uh, yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. That movie's hot garbage. We've discussed this. Even though thinking now, man, think about since bef- before that movie or after that movie, how over ancient aliens got, which is basically ancient alien artifacts. How over that is now, right? It's a meme. Yeah. That show is still so over, but it didn't translate into Indiana Jones. But if you watch Ancient Aliens, that is somewhat of the Indiana Jones, what they were trying to accomplish. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's up, podcast? I think, um, yeah, religious artifacts. There could have been something. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, whatever the Dial of Destiny is, um, I'm, I'm going to go check it out. Um, but there's documentation out there of the Nazis literally toying with time travel. I mean, this is based yeah, that's cool. in real events. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll take Nazis experimenting with time travel. Yeah. I'll take that for the win. Sure. Uh, Nazis uh, doing something supernatural, maybe. I like that. They um, were big into the occult, too. Yeah. So That I can get behind. Um, there is one moment in the trailer where... He says, uh, 
he doesn't believe in something. He doesn't believe in the supernatural. Yeah. Well, even though he's seen it in like five movies. Yeah, I didn't like that line. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I did that not was like kind that of strange. line. He took um, the he literally took the leap of faith to see magic. <laughs> yeah, and I think this we've got uh, we've got uh, <laughs> what a weird Pico to dial him from her. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got what's her name, the girl from Fleabag. Oh yeah, uh, is in it, and they're not letting her speak in the trailer. No, nope. so uh, that's that's problematic to me. What are we hiding here? Um, and then there's a series, but we don't know if that's going to be with her. So we don't know if this is a torch passing. Yeah. Uh, they did make an announcement for this that we are going to find out the whereabouts of Mutt, Guy LaBeouf. <laughs> so yeah. they are going to acknowledge that. I, ho- I hope they just use that green screen footage that he put out uh, as fair use where he's just like, do it! <laughs> and they just cut that into the movie. <laughs> They're gonna wherever he is. They're gonna bury him because he, you know, he cut a promo on Spielberg, and you do not do that. No, no, you do not. You do not cut a promo on Spielberg. You shake his hand and say thank you for the opportunity, sir. That's right. <laughs> oh man. All right. So anyway, Dial of Destiny. Next. I'll be there opening day. Whatever. Oh, absolutely. We'll see how it goes. Uh, two weeks late. No, wait. Yeah. No. Let's see. Yeah. July two weeks 14. later. Yep. Two weeks later, we get Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. Um, why did they choose to split this one in half? Any? Have you read anything? I don't know why they uh, did that. Because... Just Tom Cruise. Let's <laughs> do... <laughs> because here's the thing, and it's like... It's this theory, this Hollywood theory that producers have. Uh, one movie makes half as much money as two movies. Theoretically. So if you want to make twice as much movie, twice as much money, <laughs> you make two movies. Man. And uh, yeah, that I, I feel like that's the driving factor. This is probably the last Mission Impossible because, I don't know, Tom Cruise can't do, I mean, how, how many, what's he going to do now? You're right. I think they shot him into space for this movie. Oh, like, really? Like, Fast and the Furious went into, went into space on a green screen. He actually went into space. That doesn't surprise me, right? That is in his contract. He does all the stunts, including getting sent to space. I finally saw the end of Top Gun Maverick. Uh, And yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good, pretty good movie. Um, I still don't think it's as great as everyone seems to think it is, but uh, the end was solid. Solid performance. Um, How do you feel about Tom Cruise and all these wild stunts he's doing on social media? Oh, I... I don't know. I, I think he's leaning into his um, kind of a wild man gimmick, and he's he's starting to remind me of the U.S. version of Jackie Chan, where yeah. now you expect him to do all this stuff. I suppose. I, it, it, it surprised me that for Top Gun Maverick, I didn't realize this, everybody, all the actors were being flown by professional pilots, except Tom Cruise, who was actually flying the F-16. He did. Yes, oh he did his own flying. Um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I like Tom Cruise. I think he's uh, he's great. He's a great movie star, one of the last great movie stars. But when I see these videos of him just casually hanging off of a biplane or yeah. skydiving, and he looks like he feels nothing, <laughs> I don't know if that's because he's so dead inside that he's beyond even fear of death <laughs> or he's completely he hacked the matrix and that's why he's able to do all this stuff maybe and he, but now 
he lost touch with his humanity while doing it. He has absolutely no fear. No. No, he doesn't. So I don't know. Like when he did that stunt with uh, where he was hanging off the plane, you know. When he was tied on the plane. When he was hanging off the plane in one of the Mission Impossibles. Man. Uh, I just want to feel something. <laughs> he could have he easily died. Like, had, had there been a pebble on the wing of a plane that fell off the wing of the plane. Oh, it come at him like a bullet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He would have easily died. Anyway, so, yeah. We'll, Mission Impossible, what is this, eight? I'm not sure. I had lost count. Anyway, we'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's July 14th. One week later, we get the movie event of the year, in my opinion. Barbie, yeah, you really you really popped for this trailer. Got to see what in the world this Barbie movie is going to be. <laughs> I what is have... Barbie going to be? I don't know. The trailer was fantastic. You you put the trailer over enough that I knew I was going to the theater in uh to see Avatar. So I was like, "You know what? I'll just wait to watch it on the big screen. I haven't seen a trailer first on the big screen." Oh, so you had no idea what it was going to be? Mm-mm. I didn't know that they were going to go into that 2001 until I was sitting on the big scene in the big screen. I was like, "It felt it felt super theatrical, I guess, maybe watching it on the giant screen." Yeah. So, I yeah, I don't know what this movie's going to be about because remember the Flintstones movie, the John Goodman stuff where it's just you would think that would have been the direction they could easily go into, but they're going to have to do something different. Again, this. they uh, we we've this is like post Lego Movie, uh, you know, world. They figured out how to make movies about toys now. Yeah, they get it. That's so true. They're going to do something with that, and you've got Greta Gerwig directing, who I I love. I just I wish there's a shirt out there that you can get. Well, I guess they got multiple versions, but you can get a shirt that says like directed, written and directed by Greta Gerwig. I would love to get that shirt. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah, she's great, man. I'm a huge fan for, for, of her work. What else has she done? Um, well, I mean, she she started directing she, uh, recently. She did like Lady Bird. She did the Little Lady Women Bird, remake. That was it. That's but before that, she was just like an indie darling. Even here in Austin, she was doing films. Uh, she was in House of the Dead. She was in like she was a big part of the whole Mumblecore movement, which kind of started in Austin as well. Oh, and she's her partner is Noah Baumbach. He wrote it. He wrote Barbie. So now you've got the power couple of uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's a that's a big power couple right there. So I I just I feel like there's there's gonna be something great there. Uh, Barbie is such a ridiculous concept for a movie. I mean, Legos, it's like, okay, it's like you build stuff, right? And there's all kinds of things going on. Barbie is like a doll that is barely articulated. Yeah. Um, and Barbie, as as a doll, has gotten a lot of heat over the years, yeah. right? For, for the unreal depiction and the unfair view that it's do, you know giving to young girls yeah. of what you should look like as you grow up. Uh-huh. She was getting a lot of heat. So yeah. I'm curious the direction they go go to do this. And you've got uh, Will Ferrell's in this. Will Ferrell's in it. Um, what's it? Uh, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling is Ken. Yeah, that's yeah, that's masterful booking. So anyway, that's going to be something special, in my opinion. All right. Yeah, man. Same weekend. This is the biggest weekend of the year. You get the return of Christopher Nolan. Andy, you don't like Ryan Gosling as Ken? Come on. <laughs> um. You get the same weekend as Barbie. You get Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Wow. Which um, 
talk about counter counter programming. Yeah. That's the that, that's the matchup of the century. That's WrestleMania. That is. And do you, is the rumor true that which I still to this I didn't I didn't get fully into the story and I wanted to talk to you about it. It's like he did not want to CGI the atomic blasts and I'm like did you really blow something up atomic? Yeah. And and film it? Did he really? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he detonated 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 <laughs> detonated a nuclear explosive. What? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> and he shot it in IMAX. How's on that? On film. Like that what? Maybe that's taking it too far. <laughs> that might be. I would have been fine with CGI yeah. in that case. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that, that movie, I don't know. I'm a little nervous about that movie in the sense of just, is it supposed to be a horror movie? Because it's going to feel like a horror movie. Because you're going to see the horrors of what was created. Um, yeah, I'm not the biggest mark for Nolan. Uh, I think Dark Knight is a classic, uh, but for me, the majority of his filmography uh, is so-so. I think Memento is a classic. Yep. I would love to see him get stripped back and make like a $1 million movie again like Memento. I'd like that. I loved Inception. I loved Interstellar. I'm still unsure about Tenet. I need to watch it again. Backwards. Yeah. I need to watch. You have it to back. watch it backwards and forwards at the same time, like Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, there's something that's a good way to put it because I I don't know. I feel like I was I was ready for it and I had no idea what I was getting into and I had no idea what I was getting into when I left. Yeah, like what did I just watch? Yeah, it also came out at one of the weirdest times in the history of mankind. So yeah, there was that. That did not help. But I, re- when, I remember my tenant experience, and that was one of the first. I mean, it's the first movie I'd been in the theater for in a long time, and. Uh, you know, there were the sterilized popcorn and everything that was coming out. Uh, anyway, yeah, was it was it was just time. a weird time. They should have probably just held on to that one for a while. Yeah, because it worked for it worked for Tom Cruise. Yeah, uh, but yeah, anyway. they held on to Top Gun for a while. So, who will win, Oppenheimer or Barbie? I think they both win. I feel like that's counter programming enough. We'll see. Well, I think Barbie's going to be the number one movie just because. You're going to get less people, but you're going to get that IMAX money too, though, which is that upcharge too. So, man, I don't know. You get the upcharge, but there's less screens. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Anyway, a week later, after Barbie Oppenheimer uh, match of the century, we get the Marvels. Uh, Marvel Studios. Is this their second film, third film of the year? Yeah. We'll see. Looks like they dialed down Brie Larson. So I think folks are probably going to be happy about that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But it's it's Marvel. Can't bet against them. You never know. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I think it's probably going to do on par with what her first film did, right? Well, that made a billion. Yeah. So. so we'll see. But, I mean, we're in a different time. Black Panther 2 did not make a billion. Thor did not make a billion. Yeah. Doctor Strange did not make a billion. So we'll see. What Quantum Media sets up and how this is going to look for the future of the film, this can't be another type of origin story. They're going to have to give her something strong. Because remember, the first one was nestled in between the movies that it didn't really add anything to the whole events. Like that could have been what their series was. So I, I hope it has something. It helps push the whole thing forward because they're going to need it. But I may wait, I may wait for Disney plus on that one. 
I think a lot of people are going to feel that, yeah. right? Because you're just like, okay, but you got the girl from WandaVision, you got Miss Marvel in there as well as, and then you got Captain Marvel. So. Title change. Wait, what happened, JJ? Fill us in. Oh, I thought the title changes in Captain Marvel two to Miss Marvels. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers are okay. It's okay. I yeah. got my uh, Sling is recording it for me. I'm gonna hop on after yeah, the show. Spoilers are okay. It's okay. Wrestling is wrestling. Spoilers are not spoilers. Yeah, wrestling never ends. <laughs> it is the novella with no end. Yeah, um, novellas never have an ending. They don't have seasons. They Same do. thing. Yep. Anyway, okay. So the Marvels is gonna happen. Whatever. Darby beats Samoa Joe. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Is that his third run with the title or second? Second. Um, Darby's second run? Not sure. Sammy had two runs. Yeah. All right. We'll see. I'm into that. Um, okay. So where are we at now? We just had yeah, the, the Marvels. Marvels. Let's let's tear through the rest of the year here. Maybe go through these a little faster. Second run. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja, is that animated or live action? I think that's animated, but this is produced by Seth Rogen, I think. Oh, interesting. So I guess we're going to get the Ninja Turtles smoking weed. I was going to say the stone. (laughs) We know why they order all that pizza. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that'll be something. Um, You know, sidebar. (laughs) Ninja Turtles. The original Ninja Turtles movie is great. That's all I had to say. <laughs> the Corey Feldman? The original. Well, Corey Feldman was in a bunch of them, but I think the original Ninja Turtles 1 is fantastic. Yeah. I don't remember having any heat with it. Yeah. It is. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's got a lot of uh, mature themes in it, you know? Yeah. And the martial arts in it is great, and it's practical, you know? Uh, it, was, it was actually produced by... They tried to get that made over here, and nobody wanted to do it. So they actually farmed it out to an overseas company. It was produced by Golden Harvest, who produced all those Jackie Chan movies. That's why it had that very unique look to it, and that's yeah. probably what made it work so well. Yeah. Especially with that time period in in the timeline, in our timeline. I think that's yeah. probably why it got over so well. I just I remember I remember one go I, I wanna say maybe maybe this is didn't really happen, but I, I distinctly remember just one weekend going to the movies, and it was Ninja Turtles and House Party, and it was like the greatest double feature. Oh man! <laughs> oh man, dude! And 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 this this is the year that we get another Ninja Turtles and another House Party. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> See, that's not even on this list. So there's all kinds of other stuff that is not on this list. Oh, I loved the House Party series. Yeah, man, they were so good. Um, all right, Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, produced by Seth Rogen. Okay. Then we've got Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Time is a flat circle. Well, this Blue Beetle was the first fully endorsed film by James Gunn, if you don't include the Suicide Squad. Yeah. As as his new role as co-CEO, he shared this poster. So whatever fallout happens with DC, Blue Beetle is going to be left intact. Uh, it's going to be Miguel from... Cobra Kai is playing Blue Beetle, so it's good booking. Sure. Yeah, he's going to get over, so I'm in. I enjoyed, uh, if you're into any cool DC animation rules, uh, I highly, highly recommend Batman the Brave and the Bold. And it's just basically Batman, and every week he would partner up with a more obscure hero. And that was my first introduction into Blue Beetle. I'll take it. We'll try it. We'll give it a shot. Give it a whirl. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. Blue Beetle. Um, after Blue Beetle, 
We've got, oops, sorry, there we got, uh, I think we get a little bit of a break there, but then we've got Craven the Hunter. So this is, oh, and they're releasing it in the same weekend as it's Morbin time? Wow, that's brave, Sony. I hope they feel good about that. Aaron Taylor Johnson is Craven. They're going to take another heel character and try to make it an anti-hero and hope to get that Venom effect. We'll see how it goes. Aaron Taylor Johnson being in the running for James Bond, which I heard recently too. So is he going to have a moment or is it just, just going to be another... For me, this is going to be make or break for Sony. If they drop the ball on on another live action, just sign it back over to Marvel and just like let us just keep the animation and just please give us a cut of that Spider-Man money. Why don't they just have their own Spider-Man by this point? That's what I don't understand. Why doesn't Sony just have their own Spider-Man? Well, can't, isn't there other Spider-Mans they can do? Yeah. I mean, they're, well, they're doing it in the animated, right, with Miles Morales. Yeah, but I mean, they could bring back toby or andrew garfield or just anything yeah uh the 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 spider-verse movies uh showed that there's a million spider-mans they could choose from right and the rumor was that they were going to do that with andrew garfield but he had no he had no faith in their ability to pull it off so this is i don't blame him yeah this is going to be big although supposedly this is this Craven, the hunter, you know, from the comics, he was more of a, a meat-eating hunter. And this one, he's supposed to be uh, more of a Daniel Bryan Save the Planet character like he did in his WWE days. So I know there's a little bit of heat. It's like, man, you can't... There hasn't even been a still that has been released and you already have heat. Yeah. That's not a good sign. Not a good sign, but it's a movie. Yeah, and it's October, so we'll be there, but hopefully they do it. I'll probably wait till it hits stars. <laughs> Star. <laughs> that is their go-to, huh? Yeah. So anyway, we've got a little bit of a breather there. Give everybody a chance to watch Craven the Hunter. Uh, November 3rd, we've got Dune Part 2. Dune 2. Did you enjoy the first Dune? Uh, I thought the first Dune was great. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, th- the first Dune was great. Um, uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. Watched it multiple times on HBO Max. Um I'm a big fan. I've never read the books, but I'm just a fan of Dune in general because of that documentary about Alejandro Jodorowsky trying to make Dune. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that. You should watch that documentary. Uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky tried to make a version of Dune pre-Star Wars. Oh, way back then. Pre-Star Wars. Wow. And like, um, uh-oh, what happened here? Um, he... uh. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. You should watch it. And he was uh, he was sort of like an artsy fartsy Mexican director, right? He made he made like the first big LSD movie, uh, El Topo, which was like his big thing. Um, anyway, he did it. In, he did the entire movie as a book, uh, a comic book. It's all drawn out. The designs are crazy. He booked everybody that went on to become famous. He booked them first. He booked Dan O'Bannon. He booked. H.R. Geiger, you know? Really? Yeah. He booked he booked uh, Salvador Dali to be in it. He booked uh, oh, Orson wow. Welles. And, like, he was just so charismatic that he got everybody into the movie. He got Pink Floyd to do the soundtrack. Okay, I got to watch this. He had, every, he had it all lined up, all in a giant 500-page book ready to go, and nobody, nobody bit. Uh, they said, no, this is, this is too crazy. <laughs> this is we can't do anything like this and then a couple years later star wars comes out and blows up yeah so. and and george lucas borrowed the whole spice f- 
from the Dune. Yeah, and then and then Geiger took his designs that he designed for the Dune original movie to uh, Alien. Oh, yep. Yeah, because he worked with Daniel Bannon. See, Hollywood, you're always so fast to say no. Always so fast, sometimes you don't get it. Just because you have the purse strings doesn't mean you understand the creative. Let the bankers bank and let the creators create. Um, I don't know if you have a Blu-ray player, but I do have that movie on Blu-ray if you would like to borrow it. I do. I do have my Blu-rays Blu-ray um, still hooked up. It's, a, it, it's, it's funny, dude. There's a story in there. He goes to, he, he goes to try and book Pink Floyd to do the soundtrack. And he's talking to him, and they're like eating cheeseburgers. They're eating McDonald's while they talk to him. <laughs> and he gets so pissed off that he's slapping the McDonald's out of their hands. <laughs> and like, I'm trying to offer you the opportunity of a lifetime. And he talked him into it. I recommend it. Check it out. A Pink Floyd music for Dune. If if that would have gotten made, people to this day would still be talking about. I'm going to partake and I'm going to watch Pink Floyd. Listen to Pink Floyd while I watch Dune. Yeah, he had uh, <laughs> David Carradine was, was Duke Leto. Oh, wow. He booked his own son to be, uh, what's the name of the character? Timothy Chalet's part. Oh. He booked his own son, right? And this, <laughs> he, he, he booked his own son to do it. And he put his son in martial arts and let him train for like five years as he <laughs> developed the movie. <laughs> With the full intention of putting him in the movie. Wow. All right. It's, yeah. It's a I wild bar- story. I got to borrow that. Anyway. I'm in. All right. Dune 2. We'll go see that. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Now, this is confusing because we've got Dune 2 followed by Wonka. Isn't that the same company? Yeah, they are. They aren't. Is they? Wonka Warner Brothers as well? Yeah. Wonka is Warner Brothers. So you Brothers, got a, a Timothy Chalamet. Although that's like a big month apart, though. I mean, they got some, they got some breathing room there. Yeah. Uh, I was not a fan of the Tim Burton Wonka. Didn't really work for me. It grew on me. And it's one of those shows, and it had what we would, I guess, deem the cable effect, where you watch things over and over again. I I fell asleep seeing it in theaters. Yeah. And then re-watching it there, it has a different feel after re-watching it again and again. It's a separate experience. It is a variant of the original film. For sure. Did not like Johnny Ta- Johnny Depp's take on Wonka. You didn't Wonka. like that take? No, I just... Gene Wilder as the cynical, jaded a-hole uh, is... That's my Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> that's not my, not my Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything about, like, that movie... Well, I mean, it, it... You know, that movie's like a big LSD movie as well. Oh, absolutely. So, um, didn't work for me. We'll see what this is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is this going to be... Is he playing the Johnny Depp prequel or the Willie, uh, the Gene Wilder prequel? I don't prequel? know. I don't know if this is if this is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or if this is Young Wonka. I don't. I really it's Young don't Wonka. Okay. See, sure. I, I don't even. Now I'm less interested. <laughs> so because uh, we got a little bit of, well, in we had Count Dooku as uh, Wonka's dad. Yeah. Right. So I don't. I don't know. We'll see what this is. I, I, oh, the film serves as a prequel to the 1964 novel of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. So it's a prequel to the novel. So I guess it's going to be something completely different. I don't Mr. know. Mr. Bean's that. in it? <laughs> they got Mr. Bean. Who else? I don't know. All right. We'll I see. don't know. We'll see. It's a movie. We'll probably check it out. Um, Godfather <laughs> Young Wonka like Godfather 2 <laughs> um, 
What do we got next? Five days later, we've got the new Ghostbusters. No idea what this is, uh, but I think we're, we're we're returning to New York. Apparently, uh, interesting. Ghostbusters. I mean, Afterlife was okay. Uh, I had no heat with it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a little bit right. of a cash grab. A little bit of a. I don't know. We'll see. So this is now going to be launching what was launched in that movie that you said goodbye to the Ghostbusters as we know it, but now you're going to have, they're still going to be attached in some way. So Ernie Hudson and Dan Aykroyd at the minimum will be somehow part of this, but they're going to be more of, well, they're, they're financiers and they're mentors. They're not going to be the, the busters. I, th- you know, honestly, I think the worst part of that movie was the original Ghostbusters showing up. Really? Yeah. I think, uh, that just that entire scene just seemed ridiculous to me. I think the movie was had had was on solid footing until then, when it just kind of just crammed that in there. We could have we could have, I don't know, just that didn't work for me. It was that, but it. I don't think that's going to happen in this one. I think that was I think that was the official passing of the torch. Yeah, and I feel like I can just like tag Hollywood. Can you tag Hollywood in this promo real quick? Just <laughs> come up Hollywood. with new gadgets. Why the ghost traps just do everything now? Yeah. All you need is a proton pack and a ghost trap. Well, you didn't come they haven't come up with a single new gadget in 50 years. Yeah, they need new gadgets. I totally agree. And she's, you know, the granddaughter of Egon. She's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Let her build like I took my grandfather's technology and I built upon it. Right. So we'll see. I, I it's hard to it's hard to speculate, but film will, Finn Wolfhard yeah is going to be booked. So either He's way, here we are. We're talking. We're we're way deep into next year. We're talking about Ghostbusters five, and we feel nothing. We're dead. Yeah. In, we're dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five days later, we get Aquaman, the Lost Kingdom. For Christmas, is that exactly what you asked for? Jason Momoa is the main event, Christmas Day, Aquaman 2. Change that to The Last Kingdom. Yeah. Because that is going to be his last, if rumors are true, Aquaman is going to become Lobo, so that'll be the last Aquaman, and that'll be the last of the Snyderverse. I I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I found the original Aquaman to be unwatchable. I thought that it was, just, I, it was like, it, to me, it felt like Transformers, where you talked about what was so confusing with too much going on. That's how I felt about Aquaman. Well, we, we talked about it. I can tell you one of the things, Dirty Water Pal, that was one of the things. Yeah. Uh, they Now they have the whole Amber Heard things. They got to have to hurdle over. Then they have the whole James Gunn thing. Yeah. And then they had the the people like me, you know, again, talking about, Batman the Brave and the Bold, you had to take a big leap. Like, this is a completely different Aquaman than we ever grew up with. All I know is if this movie gets over, if Aquaman 2 gets over, they need to give James Wan $100 million to make Malignant 2. Oh, yeah. Because... Um, Let's do that. Look, he's he's super successful, but man, he's had a rough go of it. He had Paul Walker die in the middle of filming of fast seven. Yeah. Uh, you know, now he's got Aquaman too, which is a mess. Um, it just sounds like a total mess. Uh, they have cutting out Amber Heard doing reshoots. Um, you know, they had to punt that as far as they possibly could. Cause you got two water movies. that just came out. Yeah. So uh, Yeah. And anyway, and now it's coming at the end of the year where uh, DC is about to be rebooted, and these movies are just hanging out there like 
Like laundry. Dude, think of this. We got the news last month that DC is going to be rebooted. But then we have a whole year of films bef- of films before it even gets rebooted. Yeah. Like there's going to be no James Gunn property that's coming out before that. So no. that's a lot to sit on. So what are they going to do to keep people excited? Because now you basically said this is the end of the line to these films, but they're not necessarily booked to be the end of the line. Yeah. Are you one of those people that if they find out they're canceling a show before you finish watching it, do you just give up because you don't want to be left hanging? Well, I mean, I think that if they're smart, they are re-editing these films or doing reshoots to eliminate any of the post-credit scenes or any of the dangling uh, participles that they can tag on to give folks the uh, indication that there might be a sequel. They're just going to be like, and that's the end. (laughs) 